Growing your subscription box business with paid traffic is great until it isn't. Join me as I talk with one of our members and give her some action plans on what to do when ad costs get too expensive. She went from 15 subscribers to 200 in a little over a year. Get inspired to grow your subscription business with this episode. Welcome to the Launch Your Box podcast with weekly tips, tricks, and strategies to start, launch, and grow your subscription box. Now, here's your host, Sarah Williams. Today, I have a special guest from the Launcher Box membership. I have Bridget Young here from Lunar Maven and the Maven Box. Now, I'm going to tell you a little bit about my experience with Bridget. I opened one of her boxes not too long ago inside our membership um, for our box opening day. So every other month, I do box openings. I open about 10 boxes, and it's really my first impression of someone's box. I give you my real feedback, advice about the box, and I opened Bridget's box, and I fell in love with her box. And as I got to know Bridget's story more, I was like, I've got to have her on my podcast because I know that she's going to inspire you. And her story is one of starting small and growing. And she really had a lot of growth over about a little over a year. And so we're going to talk about that today. Bridget, welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. Let's start off with talking about what your business is and what your subscription box is. Let's give them a a little bit of a background of what you do. Our Maven box is our Keystone product. It is a monthly subscription that is based around our customer Zodiac sign. It gives them a horoscope, gives them stones and crystals, really attuned to what they're going to be going through this upcoming month. Jewelry that is either handpicked or even made by myself when the mood strikes me. And then we also include scent items like sage or candles or body butter. Handmade soaps were a really big, a really big positive for our December box and our January box was candles. So I really try to be mindful of you know what each of our customers are going to be going through that next month when I'm choosing things for the boxes. Their personal struggles, we may not know, but astrologically, I can tell what's coming up each month. So (laughs) So I am a Zodiac, like, I love it. I love it. I read my horoscope every single day. And I think what gets me most is like the traits of a Zodiac sign, because I can Mm -hmm. look at my Zodiac sign. I can read like the traits of a Pisces. I'm a Pisces. And so, and I'm like, that's totally me. Like everything about that is totally me. My horoscope, daily horoscope doesn't always align with my day, but my traits, what I go through are definitely aligned and I can see it all the time. What Zodiac sign are you, Bridget? I am very much a Leo. Okay. A Leo. (laughs) Um, that, That kind of bossy, fiery personality. It really works well. My husband's a Scorpio. He is so mellow. So we really work well together. He is he is my business partner. He supports all of my crazy, wacky choices and decisions. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Um, so when I got your box, so you made a box for me. You made a Pisces yes. box for me. And you know, if you don't know, Pisces are really emotional, really sensitive, really kind of dreamy. And so that is totally me. 
when you made this Pisces box for me, I just fell in love with it because people don't really know that about me that I, I'm I'm secret Zodiac freak, you know, like I, <laughs> I love that. But it's just one of those things that I've always kind of been in tune with. So I really fell in love with your box. And so as I was getting to know a little bit more about you after opening your box, I was like, okay, I got to get Bridget on the podcast because she's got a lot of things that she could really share and inspire our audience. So let's go back because I was reading your story that you sent me, the notes for the podcast, about how you started your subscription (laughs) box. And it is very much similar to why I started my own subscription box. So let's talk about it. Let's take them back. Let's take everybody back to that little seed of an idea that all of us entrepreneurs get. And we're like, I... I can do this and I can do this better. So let's take them back to how that thought of the Maven box came. Well, way back when this was, this would probably be somewhere like pre COVID or maybe right at the start of COVID when so many subscription boxes and delivery services were starting to be much more present. And I was seeing these ads for these subscription boxes the first one that I tried was, you know, based around each new moon or full moon of the month. And I thought that was really cool, but I was really disappointed with, really I was disappointed with what I was getting. One month I got a stone that really could have been from my driveway. It was not anything special at all. And then the other item was something that was a skincare thing, but it was so heavily perfumed that it was unusable. So that was disappointing. And so I moved on from that one and I tried another one and everything that was in the box was things that I had seen on, you know, AliExpress and Alibaba, which is fantastic. But if that's all that the box is made out of, I didn't see the value that I was paying for it. And, you know, the info cards that came, it was listing, you know, stone types that are not real. Um, There's, there's not a thing called, uh, there's not a stone called white turquoise. There's an actual You're stone. Just making called... stuff up at this point. Exactly. I mean, it, it was an actual howlite stone, which is a real stone, but you know, explain to your customers what it is. Don't try to make it sound better than it is. Um, and I was so disappointed because from my standpoint, having uh, a background with stones and crystals, already had a collection of them. I loved what I had. I felt almost taken advantage of. Okay. And I felt that there are so many people out there that are just starting their journeys when they buy these boxes, they won't know the difference. Yeah. They don't know any better. They don't know that it's not real. They don't know that white turquoise is not a thing. Like they don't don't have the knowledge behind it. And so, you know, my, my husband took a peek at what I had and, you know, he said, you actually paid money for that (laughs) because he knows that my standards are a little high when it comes to things. And I said, yeah, I did. And he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> and just let it go. And I told him, I said, you know, I think I can do this better. And he wanted me to explore that. He is a serial entrepreneur. He loves to start businesses. So when I actually came up with an idea for myself, he was all behind that and, you know, loved the idea that I was providing the, the feedback and that it wasn't just a business to start a business, that I had a passion for what we were trying to do, which, I mean, with what we're doing is very important. You mentioned like the Zodiac signs. We try to make it very approachable for somebody who's maybe just starting that journey. 
you know, because we do have some customers that are just starting that journey and we do have others that, you know, are well into their astrological and spiritual journey and they teach us things. They ask us questions and we have to say, oh, I'm not really sure. Let me research that and then we can get back to them. When I think about your why, it's very similar to mine because I had a retail shop when I started and we sold monogram items. And so I would monogram things and and that's really how I started my business. And so instantly I was like you, I fell in love with the idea of let me get a subscription with monogram things like that's so cool. And so I started following this company that had a monogram subscription box. I was like, this is so cool. Like this would be so cool for me to do. And I was watching them use the cheapest stuff the monograms didn't look good. Like I know the difference, like, you know, crystals, I know Mm -hmm. stitching, like let give me a satin stitch and I'm going to tell you whether it's good or not. You know, like I know stitching because that was my world. And I was seeing kind of these crummy monograms being put on things and then the quality of what they were even putting them on. And that's why their monograms were looking crummy because the fabric wasn't good fabric. The things were cheap. And I thought, and then you could see in the comments, all these disappointed customers, all these customer service issues that they weren't addressing, but you could see it. And I thought, I could do this and I could do this better. And just the way that you said that, I was like, that was totally me. And no, I couldn't offer a monogram subscription box for $20 like they had. I couldn't do that. And so that was my hang up for a little while was I could do this. I could do this better, but I can't charge. I have to charge more than that because- One, I need the quality. That's what they're missing. They're missing the qualities. They're not charging enough to even buy quality products. And number two, I am the expert in monograms. They probably have a factory that's pumping out monograms and nobody cares about them. And then I could see their customer service was lacking big time. And so I thought, okay, I can do this and I can do this better. The same way that you thought about this. So we get this idea. We get started. Tell me how you prep going into the, from idea to actually launching the Maven box. With our first launch and our first launch, launched box was June, 2022. We prepped and we had everything, you know, very set because we started selling in May because we wanted to ship out at the end of May so our customers could receive their boxes prior to June 1st. Okay. So Um, the goal was that they're going to get the June themed box yep. at the end of the of May. So every month they're getting the month ahead, right? Correct. For their because horoscope we give them their... a, a monthly subscription, a monthly horoscope that is yeah. good for that month. We want them to have that, that horoscope in their hand prior to the start of the month. Not that, you know, there haven't been months where, you know, weather delays or things that have happened have gotten it there on the first of the month. Speaking of weather, we're actually snowed in right now where we are. So I have beautiful lighting because of all the snow. Right. The the white is just glowing off your face right yeah. there. <laughs> but there have been the, those, those moments. I researched what I had received in other boxes. We actually did purchase boxes from a variety of companies that were kind of in the same space that we were in to see where, where we could improve on that, what things that they were doing well and how we could set ourselves apart. Because if, you, if you've if you ever searched, you know, Zodiac subscription box, there are a lot that pop up. Okay. So we wanted to make sure that we could, we could be a standout. We could have something special. 
and not just be another box. Yeah. Yeah. So once we did that, um, I handcrafted all the jewelry that went into those first few boxes. We only started with 15 subscribers. So that was easy to do. I could, I could make the pendants, the necklaces or the rings, bracelets and have them be high quality, something that you wouldn't find just, you know, out in, out on Amazon world or anything like that. And I really researched what was coming up astrologically to tie all of those things in. Of those 15 subscribers, we do still have seven of them that are with us uh, now, you know, a year and a half later. And I, I, we love them. We love all of our customers, but those are our OG mavens. As I, yeah, I call mine my OGs too. Yeah, they're yeah. they're the OGs. They 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 started in the beginning. So you get 15 subscribers with your yeah. very first launch. Okay, then talk to me because you're growing over the next year. You have a great amount of growth. So talk yeah. me through after you get your 15 subscribers. Tell me what happens next to get you to 200 because it doesn't take long for you to get to 200 subscribers. And I think that's really inspiring for our listeners that maybe start off with a lower number like 10 or 15 or 20. Okay. How do I get to the first hundred? How do I get to the next hundred? How yeah. do I get there, Bridget? We really focused on our customer acquisition okay. in knowing who our target audience was. We don't have a great interactive social media presence. Um, okay. I'm working on that. That is my one of my big goals. We can talk about that later. But we really figured out early on how to get our ads in front of the right people. Okay. So and that was your strategy. You were building your subscriber base through Facebook ads? Yes. Okay. Facebook ads. We typically, when we run our ads, they are running on Facebook. They run to Reels. They run on Instagram. We have them all interact, you know, interact together. And we we really nailed that down to where our steady growth month to month was anywhere from five to fifteen percent, and our churn rate was relatively low in the beginning. Um, so you were growing faster than you were losing. And so that's where it started yeah. to compound for you. So really your strategy was ads. So you got it launched, you started running ads, you you kind of honed into the right targets for interested yeah. targets there. You start running ads and you're seeing month to month a lift, like you're growing yeah. steadily. It wasn't like a fast, like I doubled, I tripled, I got a hundred this month, but it was really steady, right? It was. I mean, in those first couple of months, I mean, I think that we doubled from, you know, 15 to around 30, but with those smaller numbers, it's easy to, to say yeah. that, yes, I doubled, right. but really... You know, it even it did even out when we were really dialed in. We were adding anywhere from thirty-five to forty customers every single month. I think our highest one would have been December twenty twenty-two, and I think we added about forty-five new customers, which just from ads, just nothing from, else, just from um, ads. just from ads. We and we were we had two rounds of ads that had gone out around that time. Because we did a a Black Friday gift box that was not Zodiac specific, uh, you, we used that to eliminate inventory that yeah. we had. We priced it a little higher than a normal box because it was getting like best of from the past six months. You know, so they were getting a few more extra items that they wouldn't have gotten in a subscription box. Threw out some coupon codes for a subscription within those gift boxes. 
Mm-hmm. We really only had one person utilize that, which was okay. But we've seen those na- we had we started to see those names pop up in January and February that had ordered gift boxes or a name that was similar with an address that we'd seen. So we did we were able to reel them in as uh, subscribers. In one of the things that uh, we're very consistent on on our ads is I track all of the interactions with them. So some shares or somebody comments or has a question, I am immediately on that and and interacting with them. If they have a question on what the types of items are, I give them a response without giving anything away. Yeah. Well, I can't tell you no, it'll be ruin the surprise, but they typically have these types of items. Yeah. So you're very, you're engaging in your ad comments. That's super important. You can't just spend the money to run the ads. You really have to use that to your advantage. And that's where you are engaging with people because were these cold audiences, typically mostly cold audiences? Most of them, most of them are, we really started redirection ads really in 2023. We didn't do that as much in the beginning because we're trying to build more and more new customers. And now we're redirecting to those people that maybe have seen us or didn't order. And now we want them to see us again. Okay. So we're building our business with Facebook ads, which is a good thing. But I also heavily believe we have to build organically. And because yes. things happen with our ads, as you've shared with me, November 23, ad costs got out of control, acquisition costs costs got really, really high. I saw the same thing. I'm seeing it right now too. Acquisition cost is really, really high. Ads are not performing. So then for me, it's always like, how do I go back to the drawing board? And I'm very, you know, Bridget, I'm very good at organic traffic and paid traffic. And I think that we need both. And when we put all of our eggs into paid traffic, or all of our eggs into organic traffic, we're leaving a lot on the table. We right. really need to have a, a strategic plan to have both a paid strategy and an organic strategy. So we had to pull back ads in the fall of last year. Yep. And so that's leaving us dip a little bit with our 200. We got to 200. We're dipping a little bit because we can't spend the money on the ads right now because it's, the acquisition cost is too high. So right. this is where a lot of our organic traffic needs to come from. And we can use paid traffic in a more effective way to help us with organic traffic. So this is what I wanted to chat with you about because I think everybody listening that has built their business on paid ads feels that at some point. And so even if you're, even if you're like me and you do paid ads and organic ads uh, or organic traffic, you need a balance because sometimes the paid is not going to perform. So we need a balance. So I like to use a paid ad with a freebie to get them into my world that I can organically sell to. So I'm still driving traffic paid, but this is cheap, cheaper traffic. It's not getting the sale, which is always cheaper. So I don't know, and I, cause I haven't asked you this, but do you have any freebie opt-ins running right now? Do you have some we opt-ins? Have, we have a free gift with purchase. Okay. So you're with a, with their first subscription, um, really any, any purchase over, I think our threshold is like 39.99 cause it puts them either from buying random things we have on the site or a box Yeah. You know, they, and they get a free crystal chip bracelet. Okay. You know, so they get a little info card and the bracelet, but they have to purchase in order to get that. Yes. 
So how's that working for you? Are you running ads with that? And it's like an introductory offer. Are, are you running ads with your introductory offer? We honestly, if anything, it's been just a blurb that there's a free gift with purchase. There's never been much more information out there on it. And it's not something that we push in our ad. I will say like, it has been ongoing for the past month, trying to come up with a much better social media plan moving forward. We implemented an email blast that is going out every Monday to all of our subscribers, not just active subscribers, but anybody that is, has given us their email address yeah. and subscribes for the website is getting this Mindset Monday email. And, and we have seen an uptick in, in general website traffic with that email. So here's some thoughts for you. I'm going to do a little coaching session with Bridget here that everybody gets to listen to. That introductory offer needs to be part of your ad strategy. So sometimes we have to give people a reason to buy, and that is a great reason to buy. So I would love for you to relaunch some ads with this offer. The bracelet needs to be on that ad image because people will subscribe for the, that thing, okay? So we can run ads to that. Let's start some new ads with the introductory offer of the free bracelet. We can also do this organically through a pop-up on our website. We need to get that introductory offer onto a pop-up. So now we've got it out there with paid traffic. We've also got that organically with our free traffic. Anyone coming to our site, it's going to pop up. Here's our introductory offer. Um, and so we want to make sure people are aware of that because you're saying it's just a little blurb on the website. We got to well, put it in their face. Um, I'm, I'm trying to, I don't go through the customer portal very often and view the website, but there, we do have a 10 second delay on a pop-up okay. that gives them a welcome 10. So it's a 10% off. Okay. First order, and that's off of anything. Okay. Is that converting? What's your conversion rate on that offer? Um, I mean, I'd say for most of our first time offers, it's probably 80% are using that code. Okay. But of how many people that are seeing that offer, are we converting it to a sale? I would love to do an AB test on your 10% offer and your introductory offer with a free gift. I would love to, you can set up an AB test on a pop-up and it'll okay. randomly pop up different for different people and just really see what that, what that conversion rate is on both of them to see which one's performing better. So we'd okay. love for you to try that and test that um, because you're probably going to get, you're going to get emails from that introductory offer, right? For the pop-up, yeah. you got to submit your email, get them, get their emails. Because if you're doing your mindset Monday, you want to keep growing that list. I also think you have a great opportunity to provide a freebie and you can do this organically and put with paid traffic to build that email list. Our right. email is our ATM. Like all right. we have to do is type something out and cash comes back to us every single time we send an email. And we are going to be so focused on email marketing this year inside LauncherBox that I you have you have so much knowledge around crystals and zodiac signs and astrological um, things that I need you to share some of that for the newbie. The newbie that doesn't know about these things, what freebie can you offer them? Um, you know, top 10 crystals, top zodiac signs, top what, whatever it is, some PDF freebie that we can throw out there with an ad. And, and you're really, you can really get less than a dollar 
clicks for email addresses. Someone that's interested in your knowledge that you can get on your email list for less than a dollar is going to pay for itself every single time. So take that. Let's start really building our list with a freebie offer. And and this is going to help us grow. Okay. So that's my ideas for you. Let's do um, an opt-in with your knowledge. Again, this is also just going to highlight your expertise, which makes it just brings your no like, and trust factor out. We're going to do put your introductory offer into some ads, and we're going to actually A-B test your pop-up with your 10% off and your freebie and see which one is actually performing well. How many, what's your submit rate? Um, and then what's our conversion rate on actual sales? I think that's really powerful information that you're going to be able to test with. Um, so I think that's, and keep going. Let's restart some ads. Let's do them a little bit differently. We don't have to spend as much money. If any time that we get into a cash crunch, and this is for anybody listening, and we're spending a lot on ads and we have to pull that back, it does affect our business. But yeah. what I want you to hear in my message to Bridget is that we can spend our money in a different way and just build a little bit of nurturing into an email flow and then we can sell to them. And a lot of times someone that opts into a freebie from us are not going to buy right away and we have to be okay with that. But that's the difference in acquiring them for say 75 cents versus like $35, right? They're not going to buy from us right away we have to nurture them and we, we're going to get them on our list. And they may buy from us for a one-time product first. They may get that and think, oh my gosh, that's really great. And then subscribe. We have to give them time to convert. But when we're in a cash flow crunch in our business, the immediate thing to do is to turn off our ads. I'm going to tell you to flip your mindset into turning it into a different type of ad that we can really work on and really do that. We can grab them through paid traffic and convert them through organic traffic, through our email and our social media. And so that's really what we can do when we find ourselves in that situation is try some different things. And I think getting your free gift offer out there is going to be something different than they haven't seen before. And it's really giving them a reason to subscribe right now. I'm going to get this free gift. And all of us can do that. All of us have something laying around from a past subscription box that we can offer as a free gift to the next subscription box. And what's great about that is if I've had this bag in my last box and I got 60 of them laying around my warehouse, why wouldn't I offer that as a free gift to a new subscriber? Because then my current subscribers don't feel like, oh, well, I didn't get that. Sure they did. They got it in their last box. So I don't have to feel guilty about giving it to a new subscriber and not to an old subscriber. So think about what you might have laying around and let's get it out there with an introductory offer exactly the way that Bridget's doing hers. Now, let's talk about what is coming up for you this year. We've got to 200. We backed down a little bit because we turned off our ads. What's the goal for the next 12 months for the Maven Um, Box? My goal for 2024 would be to, I mean, my lofty goal, I want to hit 500 because I've done the math. And if I can get to 500 subscribers, we can stop working in my redone basement. We can get into a space and I can actually hire employees Right now, my um, my two oldest sons are my inter- interns. 
I love it. Um, they help us build the actual boxes. My oldest son, he and I have a fantastic workflow when we're actually fulfilling boxes. You know, he puts all of my lovely paper shred that we love. <laughs> and he, you know, helps me fulfill all the boxes when we go when we go through and actually do our fulfillment. I would love to be able to move out of the, the house into a space and by looking at our numbers, we need to be at 500 customers, 500 monthly subscribers in order to facilitate that happening. I love this goal because a lot of times when we pick goals for our business, we're just pulling a number out there like, oh, I want to get to 500. Oh, I want to get to 1,000. Oh, I want to get to 300. But you have such purpose around getting to that number. And I think that that is what's going to drive you because it's not just a number. Getting to 500 means that I can get my own space. Getting to 500 means that I can hire a legit employee and quit using my, you know, kids as labor. Like, I mean, I did that a lot. I still do that. Um, you know, getting to 500 means something to me. It's not just a number for me. It's you've done the math. You've done the profit. What does it mean to you personally? Like you just told me what it means to you business-wise. What does that mean for you and your family? Um, I mean, not, not on the short term, not having it here gives us our space back, gives us our home back. It also would, to be perfectly honest, ease some of the tension that happens here during fulfillment week. During, during that week that we're fulfilling, there's a lot of stress and tension, you know, between my husband and I and the actual real life that our kids and our family still have. It's also hard to have a work-life balance. When, when it's in your face all the time, right? Exactly. We did finally refinish our basement you know, for the business. So that way we could stop having shelving units of stones and crystals and soaps and lotions in the dining room, in the family room, and the office. <laughs> We want to get everything together into one spot and having it out of the house would be so much more beneficial emotionally for our family to have that space between. It's, it's building in that separation. There's a lot of benefits of being able to start your business from home. I started it from my kitchen table. My kids were toddlers. There's a lot of benefits into that because you don't have a lot of overhead. You can work on it, take care of the kids, take care of the family, and you don't have to, you're not gone all the time. So there's benefits there. But when you get to the point where you can afford the overhead, you can absorb the overhead in the business, like it's something different. It gives you this freedom back of your time. It gives you this space back to relax. Because a lot of times when we build our businesses, like we're literally thinking about them 24-7. And I can't say that I'm not thinking about my business 24-7, but I do have a separation. When I come home from work, I like my subscription boxes are not in front of me and this the stress of I got to get this out tomorrow, right? Is That's the thing. It's this balance that we need. And in the beginning, we're hustling. We are doing all the things we need to build our business. And so getting to the point where we can say, I'm going to work and I'm coming home and I'm going to be, it's going to be mom. I'm going to be mom, wife. Yeah. I'm going to be Bridget. I'm going to be whoever I want to be and not have all of it staring in our face is really priceless. And, and some people, 
We take it for granted a little bit, but it's really a separation and it takes a while to get there. We have to build our business to where we can absorb this, the finances of the overhead. And that's not an easy feat, but I love this goal of 500. So let's, let's talk about what this looks like for you. Do you have launches planned for the year? What does the year look like? How are we going to get from 185 to 500 over the next 12 months? We, we really are planning to add more organic growth through social media and really it's just, it's going to add the customer interaction part yeah. that we really don't quite have. I have not done any lives yet. I am planning on doing that. I've actually been, been working with, working with someone to kind of help me be more confident. It's my, my sister-in-law and she's like, you just have to do it. Yeah. I say, no, that's what everybody tells me. But yeah, you have to do it, Bridget. And here's here's the thing. Like, I can see your face because we're on video. Everybody else listening cannot. But let me tell you, your personality is going to shine. The people that subscribe to your box are going to feel like they can relate to you in a way that maybe they can't relate to people in their everyday life. Like, you are going to be digital BFFs with your subscribers, when they get to know you, like just you sharing your knowledge here with me makes me feel like I know you so much more than I did before we did this podcast. <laughs> and that's what our subscribers want. We yeah. don't have to be perfect, Bridget. We don't have to say all the right things, look the right way. Do They're going to relate to you because of your passion for what you do. And they have the same passion or they wouldn't be in your world. And so if we can connect our expertise, our knowledge, what we love with the, our subscribers this is something these large businesses don't have. When you think about those subscription boxes that you subscribed to back in the day, yeah. they are missing that. That is your X factor. That is your differentiator. You are a person that somebody can get to know, and that's your superpower. And I want you to fully lean into it. And you know from knowing me how yeah. hard that was for me. And it is. Your sister-in-law is right. It's all about doing it. And we have to do it and we have to do it scared and we're going to do it messy and it's not going to be perfect and it's not going to be what we thought it was going to be. But then we have to do it again and we have to do it again. And we have to just build that habit into our business this year because I am, I, I we're going to just mark this time in history. We're going to look <laughs> back on this, Bridget, one year from now and you're going to be going live all the time. And you're going to be like, why was I even afraid of that? Why was I even scared of that? Because I'm, I can turn on that camera and go live and talk about my crystals and the zodiac signs and all of this. Like, do you know how much of that I watch on Facebook when I'm laying in bed at night? I watch all the reels about zodiac signs and yeah. this and that. And I think pairing that knowledge with your products is going to just explode your organic views, your organic traffic, and really help you get to that 500 number. And once you find one of those organic videos or lives or whatever it is that goes, that is really a hit for you, you turn that into an ad. You turn that into a cold audience ad and push that in front of your perfect person. Yeah. Okay. So I'm excited for you because I think this is realistic for you. I think that, um, 
you putting yourself out there is going to be challenging for you, but I also think it's going to be totally worth it for you. Like you're going to look back at this year and say, I'm so glad I pushed myself to do this. And I'm going to push you because now I know, now I know what we're working with. So, um, you're going to be seeing me checking on you because, and I'm going to get, I'm going to get the whole team to check on you. Uh, go check on Bridget. See, she's done a live think- the last couple of weeks. I'm going to go check on her. So, I think there was a, there was a post. I don't know if it was in Scale Your Box or Launch Your Box recently talking about you know, like social you know, social reach or something like that. Yeah. And I just responded with, "I've got the social reach of a T Rex right now, <laughs> and I'm working arm. on it. I know little teeny tiny short arms, but I'm working on it." <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for you. What advice? would you have for someone, maybe they've launched their subscription, maybe they got 10, 15, 20 subscribers on their first launch. What's your advice for them as they really want to grow their subscription box? I mean, really to, to just keep, be faithful with it and, and just keep, and just that keep going. Um, mm-hmm. There, there will be struggles and I will say finding other groups, other people, whether it's a launch box or whether it's something else, finding other people that are also in that mode of starting their businesses. Like we're all facing different struggles and know that if you can be there for your customers, they can be there for you. The emails that we've gotten from people that let us know how much they love what they, what they've gotten, how their horoscopes speak to them on very deep levels. I mean, those are moments that make it make the the struggles that we see worth it right absolutely like if i've had a month that's been a little a little tougher you know trying to locate that perfect item or trying to make sure that something ships to me on time and i get an email from a customer um and uh, one young woman um she had well i guess she was in the young woman but either way she had lost her son and the box the items that were in her box for that month were all about self-healing and self-love and I didn't know her life story. I didn't know what was going on with her, but that was what had been calling to me to go into those boxes this month. And those items combined with her horoscope, she said it, she felt that I was speaking directly to her. Yeah. So those struggles that I have, they they are so rewarding in the end. And so really just if somebody is struggling with their business to just push through because you have no idea what benefit you're you're giving to somebody else at that moment. Absolutely. I love that, Bridget. If someone wants to learn about more about your box or their Zodiac sign, where can you send them? Where can they find you? LunarMaven.com is our website. It's a LunarMaven on Facebook, Instagram. We have a TikTok. We have a Twitter. We don't we don't we don't tweet very often, <laughs> but you know we we also use those avenues to see what's trending and what's out there in the world too. So really any of those, I am most often the person that is on Facebook. So if you know, if you reach out in any, in any way, that's usually me that's responding. You know, I'm all about making progress and holding people accountable. So now I probably have about 20,000 listeners that know <laughs> where you live on social media and they're going to help me check on you. So now you have, all, you have about 20,000 accountability buddies to make oh, sure boy. that we are <laughs> using social media this year effectively Ooh. and organically. So they're going to be checking on you. 
<laughs> yeah, no pressure. You're, I mean, now now you can't take it back. So we know we know all your socials right now. So we're going to be checking on you. Bridget, thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the Launcher Box podcast. I know it's going to help inspire someone to keep being consistent and keep moving forward because things are possible if you keep building your business in the right way. So go check out Bridget. Help me hold her accountable. And we'll be back next week for another episode. All right. Thank you. Make sure you subscribe to the Launcher Box podcast. I'd love for you to take a minute to rate and review it. Let me know which episode is your favorite so far. Don't forget to join me next week right here.